Hey gorgeous mama, if you are ready to feel empowered in your pregnancy and birth journey, then my love, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Birth Like a Badass podcast with your host, me, Nikki Syme. Real talk for real women on all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Let's go. Hey, gorgeous mama, and welcome back to the Birth Like a Badass podcast. Today, I want to speak into something that's really on my heart and something that I believe is not spoken about enough, and that is the morning. The morning of our our past lives that women go through when we give birth. And you know what? It's Obviously, it's not every woman that experiences this, but I do know that there are a lot of women, myself included, and many of my friends who have experienced this kind of, it's, not, it's like a depression, a sadness, a, a realization that things have changed and then a bit of a resistance to letting go. And why I think this is really important to talk about is because it can feel really overwhelming, right? It can feel really like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. I should be so happy and so like in love with this baby. Why do I feel like this? Um, You know, oh my God, is there something wrong with me? Essentially is the big one, right? And I was speaking to a girlfriend recently who um, was going through this and she was I think about a week postpartum and she messaged and she was like, I was like, how are you going, babe? And she was like, I'm great and I love him so much, but when do I actually start to feel good? When do I actually start to feel those feelings that women talk about all the time? You know, feeling so in love and so excited and just like in the love bubble and Oh, I got on the call with her straight away and we kind of just nutted it out together and chatted about it. And it's such a real thing, right? It's such a real thing for women to experience this and to, to have these feelings of, oh shit, this is my life now. You know, I have a baby attached to me constantly. I have, you know, all I am is a milking machine and I'm tired. And especially in those first couple of weeks when, you know, your milk hasn't fully come in yet and baby is attached to you on your boob constantly if you're breastfeeding Um, and it can feel incredibly overwhelming and then you throw in a cocktail of hormones and the emotions that come with those and then you know feeling really isolated and alone at home because in you know this society that we live in we're really lacking that village support system right and I know that we have you know midwives that come out to our house and stuff but that's you know, once a week or once a fortnight for an hour, it's just not enough, right? Um, so you, a lot of the time you are left alone with lack of sleep, a cocktail of hormones surging through your body, a partner who just doesn't get it, a baby now that is so dependent on you. You know, you go from, especially when you've had your first, like you go from being so independent to having, and not really having any responsibilities, right? To being incredibly responsible for this little being and having something depend on you constantly, like 24-7. And if we don't have the understanding of what's actually going on inside of our bodies, this can feel really overwhelming and I can and you know, it can lead to depression and and you know, feeling really isolated and alone and low. 
Um, and, you know, I, I feel like I have experienced a little bit of postnatal um, when I had my second after Levi. Um, I opted after the birth of Griffin. I was I had my family there literally on the day that I got home from the hospital. So I'd planned for them to come stay with me 10 days. We'll come visit 10 days after Griffin was born. Um, but because Griff went over by six days and I had an emergency C-section, I was in the hospital um, and they wanted to let me out after three days. And I was just in panic mode. I'm like, no, I've got no support at home. I don't want to go home. So they let me stay another night because that was the day that my sister was arriving. But in hindsight now, I really wish that I hadn't had them um, come to my home so quick, so early on, because I was really, it was way too overwhelming, right? Like it was just, there was just too much going on. And then I was worrying about looking after other people and then trying to, you know, navigate this new baby and stuff. So when I knew I found out I was pregnant with Levi, um, Phoenix, my second, I was like, right, no one's coming to visit until like a month after we get home. And of course he ended up in another emergency C-section and it was actually that second birth that I needed the support the most, but the support wasn't there. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'd said, no, I don't want people coming because I thought that, you know, I don't want the visit, the visitors, but it was actually the second birth that I needed it more because I still had a, I had a 14 month old that I was taking care of. I was recovering from major surgery and I had a newborn. I couldn't put the newborn down because the 14 month old was constantly trying to attack the newborn. Um, and yeah, it was just this, this cascading effect and domino effect of things just going from bad to worse. And that led to feeling incredibly isolated, feeling very low and feeling very lost. And that support system, if we don't have those people, like even with your second birth, you don't get access to um, a mother's group. You get access to a mother's group after your first, but not your second, which I think is utterly ridiculous. Um, but if we don't have access to that support network, or even if you are a first-time mum and you're opting not to do a mother's group, which is very common too, you know, if you are kind of left alone and you don't have the support or the people to talk to, it can feel really scary. And you do, you know, you do mourn your life. You do mourn your old life at times. You think about it. I still do it now. I'm just like, oh God, it would be so much easier if I was just child free, you know, fantasizing about breaking up with Gary and being a single parent so that I could just have a break. <laughs> you know, like it's real. And I know there's many women that have those experiences and feel like that. Um, but the morning of our past lives and the life that we once had or we used to have before baby, I believe is, is really normal, you know, and it's totally, it's very common. And I think a lot of women feel like they lose themselves, like they lose themselves in the new baby. Um, they lose their identity. But it's really important to remember that it's not so much a case of losing yourself or losing your identity but more navigating this new part of you that is coming online it's that transition from maiden to mother right where you learn you know you shift you change as a as a woman you you grow and expand and you actually just completely shift into a new version of yourself right the mother which is a huge transition huge transition and without that support around you and those people to kind of bounce stuff back back and forth between you know it can feel really lonely and isolating 
So what I just wanted to share on this was, you know, that mourning process is so normal. And that first couple of weeks is overwhelming. It is so overwhelming. You know, when the best piece of advice I ever received from was from my sister and she was like, if there's one thing I got to tell you, but my sissy, it's that, you know, when your milk comes in, expect to be emotional. You will probably cry a lot, like a lot will happen. And I was like, okay, cool. So just even to have that knowledge and know that, okay, when my milk comes in, this could happen. And to know that it wasn't just me losing my shit, <laughs> it was actually the hormone release and, and, and my body just going through all the things. Um, it was really, yeah, helpful information to have. I don't actually think I had that much of an emotional release when that happened, but just knowing that information was really powerful. So I guess this is probably more for first-time mamas in that, you know, your every birth you do go through another initiation. You go into another initiation of another version of yourself, right, and more drops away and more adds to your life and... But I think for that first time, you know, it's, it can be incredibly overwhelming. So what I really want you to know is that, yes, it's normal to feel sad. You know, it's normal to mourn those, you know, that life that you had before. And you get to actually really honor that because if we, if we don't honor it and we allow it to be suppressed and um, just kind of kept internal and not not looked at you know we push it down and push it down push that sadness down it will eventually bubble to the surface and explode yeah so the best thing that you can do is to really look at it and honor it and go okay this is what I'm feeling and I get to feel this and it doesn't mean that you love your baby any less or that you hate being a mother or you know it just simply means that you're a human being going through a human experience, going through massive change in your life, like massive change in your life, my love. And it's totally normal to have an emotional response to that. There's nothing wrong with you. You are so safe and so held and so okay. Yeah, you get to feel what is alive for you and what is real for you. And the, like the, that healing is in the feeling. You really get to allow yourself to feel that. Yeah, so if this is something that you are struggling with, the invitation is to just allow yourself to be sad about it. Just be sad about, you know, whatever it is that's coming through for you, whether that's, you know, the struggle of having to be responsible for something all the time or, you know, wishing that you could just get up and go out for coffee by yourself whenever you want to do or go out partying with your friends or whatever it is that's alive for you. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's nothing. Just don't Give it any meaning and just allow yourself to be in the emotion of it, just to feel the emotion and just be sad and cry and mourn and journal and do whatever you need to do. And the second thing I want you to know, my love, is that this first phase of pregnancy, of becoming a new mother, that first kind of six to eight weeks is the most challenging. It's when your baby is the most dependent on you you are you know navigating this new version of yourself you're navigating this new baby that's come into your life you're navigating the shifts in your um, relationship you're navigating the changes in your body and the healing that that's going through that first six to eight weeks will be the hardest it will be the hardest and after that things will start to get into flow and get easier 
They really do, you know, and, and that was something else that my sister said. She's like, the first six to eight weeks, they're the, most, they're the hardest, Nick. And I'm like, okay, cool. So just remember that what you're experiencing won't last forever. Yeah, it won't last forever. There is an end to this. And with every day, just keep breathing. Like if you can even just take five minutes. I remember when when I had Griffin and what I used to do every day was when Gary would get home from work, I would pass him the baby. I would walk down to the letterbox, which was probably about 300 meters from our place and then walk back up. And in that time, it was just this one little thing that I could do for myself that just made me feel human, made me feel like my old self, made me feel like I had a little bit of freedom, just taking that time and just to breathe. So keep breathing, find that little thing that you can do that just creates that that sanity for you. Yeah, because it can feel like you're going a little bit insane sometimes, right? And then, you know, as that you navigate that six to eight weeks, keep talking, keep um, drinking lots of incredible water, nourishing your body, asking for help, making sure that you're reaching out to friends, family, whoever you can, asking for help, me even if you need to, like I'm so here for you, um, knowing that this won't last forever and that you will get to a point in this journey where you will be able to go out and do the things that you used to do. However, right now, just nourish and love on yourself and this new part of you that is coming online and has come alive with the birth of your beautiful baby. Um, It is an initiation into one of the most wonderful and profound experiences that we get to experience as a woman. It really is as challenging as it is. It really is something that shifts you forever. So just be patient with yourself. Yeah. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. You don't have to know all the answers right now. You just have to breathe, breathe and just trust and surrender, really drop into your um, femininity, surrender and, let go, let go of the control and the need to know and just trust that what you're feeling is totally okay. Allow yourself to process the emotion. Know that this won't last forever. The first six to eight weeks are the most challenging that you will be able to go back and, you know, will have your freedom back soon. Um, And that freedom is going to look completely different, you know, at the moment. In those early weeks, there's a lot going on. So just focus on rest as much as possible. Focus on nourishing your body as much as possible. Asking for help when you need it. Um, Drinking plenty of water. Breathing. And try not to get too up in your head. Yeah, remain in your body. Remain connected into your body. If you need to meditate, just five minutes of meditation a day. Um, And just really be present in the moment. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's, that's what I really wanted to share is that, you know, yeah, the morning, the morning of your old life is very real. It's so okay. You're allowed to feel what you're feeling. It doesn't make you a bad mother. It doesn't mean anything about you. Um, it's totally, a totally, totally normal experience and one that many, many, many other women have experienced too. So you are not alone and it will not last forever. I promise you that. And you get to discover this new incredible version of yourself that is just expanded and up-leveled in the most incredible ways. (laughs) 
All right, my love, thank you for tuning in. If you are listening and you are not a part of my community yet, then please make sure you come and find me on Instagram. So it's at birth.likeaboutus. Or I also have a group on Facebook now, which is Birth Like About Us too. So you can just search that in the in the search bar on Facey, or I think there's a, I'll drop a link in the comment section. Sorry, not in the comment section, in the in the section below. <laughs> All right, my loves, I cannot wait to connect with you again. And just know that I'm sending you so much love. I see you. I am you. I feel you. And if at any point you need support, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am so here for you. I love you. Bye. Thanks for listening, gorgeous woman. I hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you remember to hit that subscribe button so you do not miss an episode on the Birth Like a Badass podcast. See you next time.